Hi everybody, welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17-8 podcast, kindly sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands, so if any companies out there need a new brand or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB, they are the best. Thanks as always, ACDMB, for sponsoring us. This is the Mailbag podcast off the back of... Wigan versus Leeds in the playoff semi-final. Joining me, as always, is Reese. Are you good? Yeah, good. It's Still... a funny question because some of the people that don't know, we're recording this right on the back of the match review panel. Yeah. Um, that's why we're wearing the same clothes. We're not scruffs um, for those that are watching <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, in fact, actually, no, I just live in this Borough jersey, actually. Um, yeah, no, I'm great. I'm still beaming. Still beaming. It's a mailbag record for the questions. We've never, ever had so many questions. I've got 27 questions. Well, well some, some are like questions and some are like thoughts out there where they just kind of say, okay. I think he's great. And we kind of go, yes, so, we, so do we. Who's joining us for the mailbag? Oh, no, sorry. It's a good job we've got a guest then to get help us get through these questions. Yeah, and we can just ask him. <laughs> again, because it's right after the match review panel, it's the same guest. It's our Josh. <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. Well, should stop meeting like this. We'll ask how you are, but we know how you are because we've just <laughs> well, recorded we're just, the... We're in the grand final. You we're, buzzing, need to ask we? we're all buzzing. We're all buzzing. Shall we get stuck in, gentlemen? Hi. Yep. Let's open the mailbag. Well, I've just shut the emails down for some reason. That was stupid of me. Start on here. Uh, first question is from Isaac. Sorry, the mailbag, for anyone that's new, is the lot pods answer to your questions. You send your questions in tools, or we send questions to you. We all answer questions. If you want to send a question to us, at lot 17 or at the Owl and Fleece, or lot 17 at outlook.com, you'll kind of get the gist as you listen. First question is from Isaac. Eddie, what the fuck were you drinking on the Simon Brown podcast? Did you see what I was drinking, Reese? Um, I'm going to have to go back and look now because... Um... It was a luminous blue out of a glass like this. And I was laughing when Isaac asked this question because it's like an... Um, I've completely drank it now, but I got it from B&M. It's like a... I can't remember what it was. Like a coconut and something fruit juice like full of loads of sugar on a cost like a pound but it was delicious and i drank the whole thing but i as it was only as i was holding it up and drinking it, i thought people think i'm drinking like fucking antifreeze or something here yeah it's from b&m it was like um it was that full of sugar that you've been awake ever since yeah i've still not slept <laughs> i won't sleep till i'm final now isaac yeah try it it will it was delicious it was like coconut and some tropical juice full of sugar but yeah it was delicious mate um off the back of that, Tom O says, what a fascinating story in life Simon Brown has lived. Absolutely gripping podcast. Have you listened to that podcast yet, Josh? You I've not had a chance to listen to that one yet. It's on, it's lined up for this week. Diving. And the uh, Sophie Robinson as well. Yeah, brilliant. It was a fascinating podcast, don't you think, Reese and Simon's story? Yeah, it was it, absolutely fascinating. And, and I, I alluded to the match view panel like Wednesdays and never looked the same again. And that, that moment, I'm not going to give it away because it's a, it's a, the story's brilliant. But at that point, I remember I watched it back. There's me and you were literally just gripped. Oh. Like we were looking at the camera, we were looking directly at it, and me and you were just there listening completely. We've never listened to our partners like this ever. Like we've literally both of us were just there. I think Harry has been shouting at me for an hour. I'm just been going. 
but we're just sat there in order listening to Simon telling his story and it was just brilliant. But yeah, and it was great. And um, not just that as well, obviously celebrating the success of the PDRL team and getting to know a bit more about the teammates because you don't, you don't really get to know the teammates as much um, with the PDRL. So it was great to know, learn a bit more about him and the, and the rest of the teammates, but the, yeah, um, definitely a highlight. Definitely. The Adam Hills documentary on Channel 4 is brilliant about the PDR. He mentions that, Josh. Um, he mentions it, yeah. Yeah, it's really he good. If, and if anyone's not seen it, you should watch it. Throw yourself into that, and yeah, throw yourself into the Simon Brown podcast. I mean, it, it was fascinating, honestly. I'm, I genuinely don't think I'll ever speak to anyone with a story like that ever again. Just incredible. Great to have him on. We'll probably have him back on at some point. Callum says, there's one for Reese. Was that a Castleford shirt Reese had on on the Simon Brown podcast? What were you wearing? Uh, no, it was not. I'll go, I'll go get it. I'll go get it. Can I go get it? Reese is going to go get it. Yeah, it was a bright orange. Did it have number twelve? I'll, I'll, I'll just explain. I'll explain. I'll, I'll just explain what it was. It was Oklahoma State Cowboys. There you go. Uh, it's a college, not a cash shirt. College from the states. Um, yeah, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Um, it wasn't a cash shirt, thank God. College. Yeah, they were actually a fairly good college team uh, last year. Everyone knows of Oklahoma. They're the, the sister college and not the sister, they're the rivals in Oklahoma. They are Callum, you can go by that shirt, not a cash shirt. Lee, we finally get to hear Danny Mags on the podcast. That bell of Reese's will be on fire. It will. It's just should, should it? You can't have That's it. On that show. A bit unlistenable. No, I can't have it on, like <laughs> one Danny will leave. Uh which, which oh, then Eddie will never speak to me ever again. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait so to have him have to on. Like a, I might have to do like a like a massive rage bell at the beginning. Yeah, just like, then explain to Danny why and then just take right. it away. It's got all the bells in. Um, Chloe says, do you have a fondness or do you like any unique sport teams? I have been a bit of a Colorado Avalanches fan since visiting and attending a game a couple of years ago. Ice hockey? Yeah, do any, yeah, it is ice hockey, I believe. NHL, yeah. So Chloe yeah. has a fondness for Colorado Avalanche because she visited. Any of you two have another fondness for any other sports teams? Any unique or weird reasons? Or any follow any other teams? I'll go first. I like Dortmund in the Bundesliga, the German football side, simply because... It's twinned with Leeds, Dortmund. So as a kid, when I found that out, my mum were like walking me outside the St. John's Centre in Leeds. It's like Dortmund Square with the, the bloke with the barrel, that like little near CEX. That's Dortmund Square. And I was obsessed with the bloke holding the barrel as a kid. And I'd be like, why is he doing it? And she said, this is Dortmund Square. And then it stuck with me. Then as you get into like championship manager and as a kid and all that, I was like, Dortmund. And I kind of put the two together and kind of got a bit of a fondness for them. Other than that, not any other sides, really. I kind of picked Chicago for all American sports teams. I'm not a big American sports fan, but I kind of said, right, every Chicago team will be my American team just because I think that city is quite similar to Leeds in that sports Madden. You two, is that enough time filled there for you? To... <laughs> I've got loads, so I don't know if Josh wants to go Reese has got loads. Go ahead. I've got absolute loads, but Josh, have you got any? Um... A different sport, uh, when I first moved to London, um, not, I became an Arsenal fan. <laughs> I became an Arsenal fan. No, we, um, I'm not a bad footballer, but, you know, amateur-wise, not, not, you know, not bad. But 
moved to East Dulwich and there was a club there and I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to try and get involved with some football down here, you know, carry on playing football. Yeah. And I um, went in, <laughs> went up to um, this club, which was around the corner from us, and I thought, oh, I'll try and get involved with them. And it was Dulwich Hamlets, which was <laughs> a really, really good non-league team, um, <laughs> which was really funny because obviously I'm not that, that good at football. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, we sort of... Um, we, we we followed uh, Dulwich Hamlets in football, which was pretty funny. Um, That's a unique story, though. Like you, you know, the way yeah. you, where you got to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But they they they'd get like on some games they could get six or seven thousand. You know, easily. Yeah, yeah it's a good standard good. that. Yeah. Reese. Reese, are you my mum? Yeah. Did your mum call you Reese? Yeah. Oh, sit now. I've got my in. It's Reese. Um. Well, everyone knows about my football manager obsession. And so I recently know about fifteen different teams. Yeah, so <laughs> just on football manager. There is uh, <laughs> NAFTA in Slovenia because I managed them in there. There's Akranas in Iceland, uh, Granada in Spain. I bet he's got all um, the shirts as well. <laughs> I'd love to. Uh, there's Institute in Northern Ireland. Um, of course, there is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones that I've kind of played as. Oh, uh, Lechia Gdansk uh, in Poland, which kind of oh, as a rhino makes quite good because that's where Mick's from. Mick's from Gdansk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're all sort of teams I've sort of my favourite teams I've played in with football manager. Have you got an um, Estonia shirt? Have you? No, no, no. I haven't got Estonia. I've got Granada and I'm trying to think of which one I'm meaning. And it might be one. No, I don't have an Estonian one. No. Um, but then. Obviously, I'm massively into American football, so I've got about I've Jacksonville Jaguars, Oklahoma State, which is the college football, um, rugby union, uh, Highlanders in New Zealand, mm. uh, the Lefty Scarlets uh, in Wales for rugby because we don't really have a team around here. We did have Leeds. Um, in fact, I remember going to Leeds Tykes in the challenge in the, what was called the Powdery Cup final then in 2005, and Leeds won that massive underdogs of the day beat Bath at Twickenham and the Leeds Tigers went back home that day and the Leeds Rhinos went out and got steaming in London that night um, mm. which I found quite funny considering they were the ones that were, didn't even win a trophy that day <laughs> um, so yeah there's that um, and then I, I, I yeah I just love I just I, I just love sports in general so like uh, Melbourne Devils and the Aussie Rules um, Warriors and the Rugby League I told you it was going to be a big list it's just like, like my flash score app just goes off twenty four seven because I've got that many teams on it. It's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, you weren't expecting all them, were you? Whoever asked that question, Chloe. <laughs> Chloe, there you go, Chloe. You opened right kind of worms there, Chloe. I don't have a nice hockey one yet. I have been. I, I really um, like Chloe just told you. She just gave you one. Oh no, I don't want Colorado Avalanche. I can't do that because my best mates are a Denver fan, and that's where Den- the Colorado are in Denver, so I can't do that. Um, but there's Leeds Knights. There's, we've got an ice hockey team in Leeds now. Yeah, there is. Next uh, Road. And a couple of friends have, have gone there, said it's really, really good, so I might have to try that out. Yeah, my mate's been once or twice. He lives in Beeson, so I think he just walks down, and he said yeah. it's really good. Yeah. Next question is from George. I love this question. My young son loves watching you on YouTube. He's also called George and would love a shout out. Our question for you is, has there been some opposition players you would love to have seen play for Leeds? Well, first of all, George, sorry for the swear words that we sometimes 
that I, Mark, and Duncan in particular slip out. Swearing's not cool. It's not funny, and we apologise. Not sure how old you are, George, but um, first of all, we apologise like, for that. Should be like eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> just says young son. Thanks for watching, George. We appreciate it. Big shout out to you, mate. Um, what was the question? Sorry. Um, opposition players that you'd like to see yeah. play for the Rhinos. I. Do you want to go ahead? Go first. Go yeah, first. I've got one. My mind, George Leeds born and bred, never played for us. Jason Robinson mm. would have loved to see Jason Robinson played for Leeds. Yeah, wicked player. Um, wicked. It still annoys me that he was from Leeds and played for Wigan. Yeah, that is annoying. He was awesome as well, George. You're going to have to Google him, mate. I don't think if you're around the age, I'm assuming you are. Google Jason Robinson. You'll, know, you'll probably get loads of highlights from England Rugby Union, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, it will do. Yeah, but he did play f- uh, awesome rugby league. Mine is Rangi Chase. I think there were a period of time where gas player. Yeah, yeah. Man. That he just did things. Me and my mate always talk about him. Not always, but you know, we kind of go one ear Laker. Um, he just did things he that it round his back. Yeah, yeah. That, that everyone just, remembers that. Yeah, just did stuff. Great skill. That players. I've never done, or I can only really mention someone like Benji Marshall doing stuff similar to what Rangi did. I mean, he would have been frustrating to watch, but then if you ask Cass fans about what was that year he won Man of Steel, 2009, was it? 2008, he was unbelievable, man. Just a real maverick. So I would have loved to have seen him maybe have a year in a lead shirt. Josh, have you got any? Opposition players. Really. I'm trying, I've been trying to think. Um, Me and Reese kind of filled it out for you there. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of recency bias going on with this, but yeah. when um, Ergar was talking Jai Field up for about 18 months, yeah, uh, and then he went to Wigan, I was pretty gutted with that because at that time I thought we could really do a Jai Field. <laughs> when that got away, I think. Yeah, I still feel yeah. that way now. <laughs> yeah, but um, other said- than that, I don't know really. Is there anyone in the teams this season, just for maybe for George's benefit, for players in Super League this year, that you'd have? I know we've mentioned Jai Field there, but is there anyone from... Brodie Croft. From Brody Croft. Yeah, yeah Man of Steel for me. Man of Steel for me, George. Easy. Easy. Absolute yeah. dynamite. I'd love him in Le- love him at Leeds. Alex Wormsley. It's a player I've mentioned a couple of times, but Tom Johnston, I really like He's a bit injury prone. You've mentioned this before. Injuries, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm just sick of him scoring 100 metre tries against us. I was going to say, if you've that from happening. Yeah. Um, I really liked Luke Thompson before he went to the Bulldogs. Before he went there. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. we'd have him now. What's the next question? Adam asks, I think you're a bit hungry. We don't have much food talk on the mailbag anymore. It used to be real food. Heavy, didn't it? People just be hungry. What's your McDonald's order? Anyone know exactly what they get? <laughs> we get the same thing. McDonald's. Yeah. Let me ask Jared O'Connor this. Sure, we did. Yeah, we did. Jared O'Connor were like, right, I order like £25 <laughs> feast, if I remember. For him, Sam. Yeah. In fact, I can tell you what I ordered the other day when I came back after uh, an afternoon at Flight Club in town. Um, I always get the wrap of the day meal because it's mm. normally quite cheap. Uh, and then I normally add two to three cheeseburgers <laughs> on top of that. Yeah, because <laughs> they're, they're great. They're like this one pound nineteen, are they now? Robin gets yeah. used to be ninety nine p those things. 
Um, but yeah, that's what I that's what I tend to do. I get Josh? curry sauce as well from McDonald's. Yeah, my brother, my brother's obsessed with that curry sauce. Go on, Josh. Sorry, me too. I've had the same order since I was about I don't know four or five. I've ordered. The, I've never had anything different. I get chicken sandwich meal with mm. chips, chocolate milkshake with curry sauce that you're talking about. And then sometimes if I want a treat, I'll get an apple pie. Yeah. And they're always red hot, aren't they? You can't eat them for red apple. Hot. Burn the Definitely roof of your them. gum, red hot. Yeah. Yeah. Red hot but for about an hour. I've that never hot. had. How can the apple pies be that hot, but the chips always be that cold? Yeah. But I've never had. I've, I don't think I've even had a Big Mac. It just doesn't interest me. I just had the even when you do you drink alcohol, yeah. yeah, you've never had a Big Mac drunk. You're I have chicken. Sandwich. Jesus Christ, you've not lived. That's <laughs> the best thing ever. All the sauce. I've tasted, I've tasted and... it. I have tasted it, but I just, oh my God. just prefer no, the chicken. The best thing when you're drunk is a KFC bucket. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like KFC. In York, we've got the um, Yorkshire Pudding Wrap Company, which is mint. Oh, we, you got that at the oh, yeah. market, haven't we? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Today I had a McDonald's today and I had a big I tend to go for the limited edition burger, whatever that is. I think they're always quite nice. Is it the big McTasty? Big taste uh, this month, this year, today. I tend to McDonald's to me, I, I absolutely love it. It's like heroin to me, the addiction. I'm just obsessed with it. <laughs> how how can you eat something and be hungrier after you've finished? That's the thing. That's it leaves that's, you wanting more. That's kind of like I'm on the same, I'm on the same line as, as Reese in that Reese. Sorry, in that I'll get a, I'll get the meal. So I'll big tasty meal with a coke, or whatever. But then I'll get a double cheeseburger simply because I love it. As in McDonald's, I love eating McDonald's, and I'm petrified that I'll drive away and still be hungry. I'll yeah. think shit. I should have got the extra two burgers <laughs> off. Because I was, I always feel like if I don't eat the burger. So say the meal and then a double cheeseburger, but then I've got another burger. I think, yeah, that can just eat that for supper. That can just <laughs> sit on the side, call McDonald's. But yeah, I absolutely love McDonald's, Adam. Rebecca says, love the podcast. Thank you. What happens when you, sorry, what will happen if you ever go on holiday, Eddie? Will there be a break from the podcast? Well, yeah, I'm, I go on holiday in May, I think, for two weeks next year. So I'll just be throwing the keys to Reese, and Reese will just um, improve the podcast by about three hundred percent, and everyone will be like, "Why did you bring him back?" <laughs> I'll be throwing the keys to Reese for two weeks, and he can he can guide the ship. Nick says, "Jared O'Connor, legit is Jared O'Connor? Sorry, le- our legit starting problem." Let me say that again. I'm clear. I've had a drink. Jared O'Connor is legit our starting nine from this point moving forward. We kind of mentioned this on the match review panel. From, from let's say, from next year, Jared O'Connor, are we looking at our starting nine now? Is he a hooker now? Um, sorry, I'm, I'm so childish that every time I hear the, we do talk about hookers on this podcast, it just makes me laugh every time because <laughs> I'm, I'm just that childish. Um. I think it's a massive conundrum, to be honest. Because I think, Jared, a, I think it's a nice issue to have. last two games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's an incredible issue to have. Mm-hmm. But Jared, particularly his last two games, I think it's. I think they're both starting hookers and you play them whoever we're playing. 
and yeah. the points where they can both be on the pitch as well. Yeah. Um, I know that's just dodging the answer in a way, but I think it very much depends on how we're playing. And Rowan is quite tactical, and he'll mm. know what he thinks works best. I thought Cruz is brilliant coming off the bench on against Wigan. Mm. Um, he took Jared off, but then when we needed to defend, like for the last twenty minutes, and just keep it solid, he brought Jared back on. So each player will have a a niche. I agree with that, and therefore neither will be starting. I'm just writing that down. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Josh, do you think? Josh, not yeah, not to bring back um, a certain journal's article, but I'm glad that um, Brad Dwyer is leaving. I think because um, I I think we have lots of depth there now. I I do see O'Connor as a hooker, as a number nine, Reese. Yeah. Um, I think he, he, I think he's brilliant at nine. I think he's absolutely fantastic. But I also think that he can be great in other positions as well. So as you just to sort of agree with you, I, I actually don't think Lehman's played as well this year as he did maybe last year. But mm. I do think Lehman's got the potential, and and has shown in the past as well that he's a really good quality nine. I I would have him in contention for England. Um, but I think Jared has played as good, if not better, this year. It's a great um, problem to have. You just go on form. You just give it to someone and say, it's your shirt to lose. And I think the versatility of Jared is just um, another, you know, what do you say, string to his bow. He can, if he starts at nine and and um, Cruz comes on, Jared goes into the pack. It's another pair of hands that can play football properly. Hmm. Um I just think, yeah, I just think it's great. And then we've got Corey Johnson waiting to back it all up. Um, who, I mean, I, I watched quite a lot of the um, York City Knights, and he was on loan with us. Uh, either I say it was with the Knights, start of this year or last year. Can't remember when it was, but he was just by far the best player in that team. Pitch, yeah. Um, he is some talent. If he can get some games together, I think we've got three players there that are absolutely. Um, well, two that are top, top class Super League hookers, and then another who's a great backup who, you know, just waiting in the wings to get yeah. his chance. Yeah. yeah. I think you've got to look at where we were in terms of not so much hooker, in its mind, did it? But um, like halfback, and that Jared coming in and becoming a nine, let's say, um, kind of. Because we did see Leeming in the halves, and he got he pretty much got in the dream team last year. I know he got in at nine games, didn't he? He was playing half, yeah, majority year for Leeds, so he proved that he can be a half as well. So Leeming can kind of flitter between nine and seven, nine and six, and then so I think the fact that we've come from having like Luke Gale and Rob Lewis to where we are now, we're stacked, aren't we? With so it's it's a good, but I do agree that. With Reese, sorry, in that there's games where I've always kind of felt this way, to be honest, where there's like Rowan can adapt for certain teams because you can kind of think, right, this is a Jared O'Connor game, which is kind of what Rowan said, Annie, in that he wants more in kind of defensively. That's why Brad Dwyer's not got a game. And then there's games where it'll suit Leeming more. So, Nick, it's a great, we're in a great position in, in terms of uh, the nine for next year. Aaron says, have you all booked the Monday off for the Penrith game? I have. Have you two booked the Monday off for the 
Penrith I game, don't know yeah. when it is yet. I'm, I'll be booking a random under, random Monday off. At I've booked two random Mondays off in in February, so <laughs> should be alright for that. But yeah, Aaron, everybody listening, get that Monday off for the for the Penrith game. Mickey says, "How amazing! Reese Martin's going to break the goal kicking record in a grand final." What did? How many does he need, Reese? Is it one? Oh, for the super. You know, one, I think he needs one for Super League, doesn't he? I think we said. Yeah. And then. Cameron, one for Super League. Five for all time, is it? Or five yeah. for all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he yeah, might do it in the World Club Challenge. He might do the all time. He'll do the. He'll break, yeah, he'll break the Super League in the grand final and then all time against Penrith. Yeah. How amazing. Paul, if they call. Fans worked out quite nicely for that, hasn't it? Basically, the match review panel has given Reese Martin a, t- uh, a two-week rest, um, <laughs> which, is, which is quite handy, isn't it? So, um, whilst Eddie's on pause, um, <laughs> I'll get some of the questions in. Um, Tom Colton's asked, uh, which lead side would you say this year's team is most similar to? Tom thinks it's it feels that the end of this year feels like 2015, like the last second win to secure position. And also a bit like 2011-12 with the underdog away victory so far. Um, any thoughts on which one you feel like it feels like most? I thought in 2015 we were just the best team in the league all year. Yeah, we just had that last. Well, we, we were. Yeah, we. I mean, we we won the league leaders. Um, for me, I actually think it's writing its own story. I think I mentioned on the other one, the other pod, that I don't feel like this team is. We we have our players who are great. I think I think Newman's a superstar. But in t- if you were to compare this team to any of the past, I don't think we have as many superstars at all. Anyone who can just dig you out of a hole, I think it's a collective like team effort. And mm. I think we're writing our own story with this one. I think it's another narrative to add to the collection. We will remember this year as a new as a new year. It won't be like oh yeah, eleven and the 12, dawn of Rohan. I like that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I just think it'll you, be. I, I can't really that. Many. It's a mm. bit unfair, isn't it, to compare them to? In a, in a way, it's a bit unfair to compare them to the golden generation because that mm. the got the it, the title in itself, the golden generation, is quite a statement itself. It's yeah. also unfair for Rowan Smith to be compared against his dad and to, and and Tony. Rowan's his own coach and is having his own success. Mm. So there are similarities, said Tom, because definitely you know the coming from fifth, having to play away, does feel a bit like 2011 and 12. But the side itself are their own team, own players, and Rowan's his own coach. Um, The question was, Eddie, uh, which lead side would you say this year's team is most similar to? Is there anything you want to add to what me and Josh have said before you go back to your questions because your laptop's crap? No, no, I think, yeah, my laptop is crap. I think um, you've probably said this, as Josh did, it's unfair to compare... I think it's like a new dawn. It's a new era. It's almost like the 2004 side, really, in that it's new, it's mm. fresh. It's, I know we've done it all before, but in that these players, I'd probably say that side. But again, it's the similarities are going to stick these type of questions and people saying it's like this because we've done it so many times before. And especially with Rowan having his uncle being successful at the club. So it's always going to be that, that tie, but... I think from, from the things really, we've seen... There's only really two players that tie into that era as well, mm-hmm. isn't there, really? There's only Sutty and Briscoe. They're both leaving. Going at the they're both the leaving. Yeah. So it is a new... I know they're both leaving with another grand final victory, but it's still... 
a new era in that once they're gone, JJB's kind of not taking a back step, but he's got a new role. Whether whether Danny comes back or not is another kind of question that we're all wanting the answer ask to. Him on Thursday, can't you? We'll ask him on Thursday. So I do think it's like a new era again, and I, I do think the fans will feel that. Like, but there's always going to be similarities, just because. I actually think the the break from on a slight tangent, the break from the golden generation tag is quite a good thing. Um, mm. I think. The for a while it was trying to like let's let's keep this culture going let's keep you know this 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 group of players have done so well playing like this with this attitude with this culture yeah and they couldn't live up to it the players we had just couldn't mm. live up to it they weren't good enough or they weren't those type of players whatever the standards that Kev Danny Rob drove just weren't suitable whereas we're doing a new thing now this is just totally new and. Mm. Rowan's come. This is his philosophy. This is a new new set of players, a new team. Still the same club with the same history, but just a new, I don't know, just something totally, it feels totally new to me, um, mm. which is just a good thing in itself. I think breaking that tie is almost like a weight lifted for a lot of these players. It is. We've got to trust in Rowan. We've got to just back him, whatever he says. So if he, if he, if he thinks... The golden generation lads, he doesn't want them around or he doesn't fit how he sees it, then just trust Rowan because that's he's obviously driving this ship to more success. Lucas says, is this the best result in Leeds Super League history? Josh, would you agree with Danny Maguire? <laughs> um, there's diff- I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it is in terms of what we're saying, like just as a team for performance, hmm. um, everybody just grafted, didn't they? Yeah. And we got the job done. And I think, yeah, recency bias again. I, I'm terrible at remembering old games. Hmm. It is. It, it was a fantastic win. Um, I th- when I think of the great wins, like, so for example, if I think of like, our grand final, the last grand final we won, it was Danny Magshaw on it. Yeah, you know, and then the, I think of 2011, it was Rob Burrow. Um, you know, I don't know. There's always the moment of a certain player where I just really feel like this performance was the full team, everybody grafted, attitude, effort. Yeah, and if you're talking like that, yeah, yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was the greatest. Mm. I think it was simply because Danny Maguire said it was. So, <laughs> how can you uh, disagree with the best? Laura asks, should we wear the pink kit in the grand final, Reese? No. Blue and this amber. One, where are you on, on, your, on, on my screen? You're here. Is that similar to you? Yeah? Uh, blue and amber for me, I actually think. Really? Um, Not the Rob shirt? Wow. This, this shirt is brilliant. And it, and it, and it stands for something. Shirt, people this, this, and it stands for something very, very important. Mm. Um. But it's a grand final. Uh, I, I, I just, I would love to see the blue and amber. Start the new um, dynasty in the blue and amber. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- this shirt means a lot, and you know, I, I love the shirt, but I, I just think it, I think the blue and amber is the right, right shirt for the occasion. Blue and amber, Laura. That's what you think. The pink kit's t- it's done its job. We'll hang it up. It's, it, it's, it, it's been laid to rest. Adam asks, so glad. This is, I don't know if this is. 
going to ring true, Adam, my friend. So glad Aidan Caesar is going to play the grand final. Would have been terrible way for him to end the year. I don't think he's going to play. I don't. I... Yeah, just. I hope he does for him, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen, Adam. You might have. You probably sent this in prior to a bit more news, but there has been. You look on Twitter and things. There has been conflicting. Kind of one article will say yeah, then like uh, Josh was saying on the I think it was a match review panel pod. Um, Accounts like NRL Physio are kind of saying other things, but like, as I said on the match review panel, in my opinion, I don't think there's a cutting else chance he'll play. I just think the way concussion is, and we've just seen Brody Croft miss the Salford game for a similar tackle, you know. So, do you, how do you two feel about it? Do you thinking he's got a chance or head contact shouldn't be messed with? No. So if they, if someone said, I mean. You just got to look at Stevie Ward, you know, exactly. and, and, the, and the impact yeah. it has on his career and, and his health. Um, if a doctor has said no, then it's a no. On that, yeah. on the, um, on the uh, head contact thing, actually, if anyone's interested, James Graham's just started a new podcast and it's absolutely yeah, brilliant. It it's, it's called Head Noise and it's with The Telegraph, I think, in, in ours, obviously. Yeah. It's very articulate. He comes across really intelligent and he's going around interviewing Speaks XML well players great. about um, concussion and all that stuff. And really, really interesting stories like uh, Wally Lewis and Joey Johns, both Joey now Johns. got epilepsy mm. through concussions. Um, mm. Really, really, if anyone's interested, there's only been two episodes so far. It's really good. I think mm. it's called Head Noise. Yeah. Well worth a watch and listen. Um. The next question is from Tom. Blake Austin, these last two games, has really gone under the radar. I feel he's played incredibly. I think he has, Reese, and it's the goatee. I don't think he's gone under the radar because I think I've... I, I feel like... I, hopefully, I feel like I've been shining a beacon for because I think he's been brilliant, especially in defence. Mm. Um, it oh, was the whole... Like, sorry, I just to his depend. Are, his kicking's pretty good, you know. It was the whole KR game at home. That Reese, whenever that was, <laughs> Reese really kind of shifted the gears high on on Blake Austin, and really, you've been waxing lyrical about him since then. Really, to well, be honest, there was that kick that he did in the towards the end of the game, which I still yeah. think is probably the best kick of the season so far. But he's, he started to show leadership in that game, and we've mm. seen it since then. He looks like he's in, obviously you do enjoy your rugby when you're winning, but like you could see, I think I saw him in the game yesterday, and he was geeing up the crowd and stuff, and he was especially at home. He's been really getting into it, and in defence, yeah. he's been brilliant. And what I quite like about him sometimes at the moment is that if nothing is on, he gets to, and he, he does get the ball. He doesn't stand around and go sort of look for someone else. He'll just take it in himself. He'll run it in. Yeah. He's a bit like a 13 at times, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Just he squares does. it up. And... Um, so, yeah, uh, Blake's been brilliant. They all have. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked that question, sorry? Tom, we're, we're buzzing. Every player's amazing. We're in the grand final. Everything's amazing. Speaking of the grand final, Wayne asks, is there going to be a po- lot pod- podcast meet-up? Try saying that for you, beers. At Old Trafford, there has to be. There will be. We just don't quite know. We need, which, to, find a gr- we need to find a grubby pub first. Which dump pub outside the dump <laughs> we're going to choose yet. But we'll tweet the details and we'll just kind of say, we're in this pub. Here's the flag. Come and... Have a beer if you want and talk rhinos or whatever with us. 
Be kind of, are you allowed to drink on the buses that Rhino's put on? No. Oh, bastard. Not alcohol. You can, they'll let you take a can of pop on, but... <clears throat> Depends how how much you need a drink, Reese. Are you gasping? <laughs> I'm sure you can get a little volley and put it in a bit. Put it in a bottle of Coke and get a wee nip. <laughs> What's that? Apple juice? Apple juice? Try it. No, you're all right. Um, Emma asks, I'm not afraid to admit, we kind of touched on this in on the match review pod about Rowan Smith and how emotional he was at full time in his, in his mm. uh, kind of talking to Jana Brooks. Emma says, I'm not afraid to admit, I cried my eyes out at the final whistle. It was just such a relief. And I felt so, so proud. How did you feel at the final whistle, Josh? Just, I don't know. It's, uh, to be honest, I think I a lot of people like, make that exact same noise that you just made. Yeah. I was, and my phone was just like pinging. I was texting my dad, my brother. I was just, I don't know. I was just all over the place. I don't know. Yeah. kind of fried, like, just, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah, the, the the interview with Rowan was so emotional and so raw. It was just brilliant. I loved how honest it was. Mm. The interview with uh, Jared O'Connor and his dad was excellent. That was just brilliant TV. It's just mm. all creating a narrative for the Rhinos to go to the Theatre of Screams and pick up that trophy again. It's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, pride. Just, I thought we'd do it. I just thought we'd do it, and we did. And just, it was just incredible. You, you mentioned it there that it's the narrative. It's, it's absolutely. How can people not? How can people tell me that we aren't going to win the grand final? Right, <laughs> Terry O'Connor. For fuck's sake, Terry O'Connor is handing out the grand final trophy. His son is playing for the Rhinos. Fucking Danny Maguire is handing out the Harry Sunderland trophy. It, it's quite clearly going to be a Leeds win. The whole narrative <laughs> there, the story's there. What were the questions, sorry? I've completely forgot. How did you feel full time? You just went How did you, how did you <laughs> feel at full time? Win it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did a video just after because uh, I, I, I had a taste of your world, Josh and Eddie, and I had a kid. Uh, on the evening on Friday night and I had to leave the door open and, and I don't have a door in my living room so I couldn't really scream so I had to go for a walk at full time because I, I just couldn't I needed to let a scream out and I literally walked slash ran down the street let a little scream out uh, <laughs> and then recorded the video and I, the intention of recording the video was doing what Laurie did on Lloyd's View to do a bit of a dialogue yeah. on the game and everything just couldn't speak <laughs> I just I got, I, I tried job. to go through the players and they're going Austin this and that and I ended up just going fucking get in <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> brilliant like and but yeah I, I will be I will again we talked about the match view not ashamed to admit I got a bit definitely got a bit emotional when, when Rowan I didn't when Rowan started blobbing a bit but that but that shows how much it means to him and I want mm-hmm. I want them to feel that he's bought into um, it so don't ever feel ashamed to admit anything, Emma. Especially about around crying. You know, goodness me, you look. We've we've said this loads as well, but you look at where we were at the start of the year and the the podcasts that we had. They were awful podcasts. In that, the things we were talking about under Agar were playing awful, and it's that cliche of tell us at that moment 
you know, wigging away and we're getting battered and say, right, you, you, you're going to make the grand final. There's going to be a new coach called Rowan Smith and you'll be like, who? And he's going to guide you all the way to a grand final win. It's just, it's just sport and it's like, I felt really proud for the players as well because they're kind of in a, they're, no, they have, they've proven to everybody that they have got it in them, that they are skillful, that they can lead. Because there were times this year, I mean, go back to some of the, you know, in fact, don't go back, but you may remember some of the pods that we've done early in the year, especially people like me and Mark and Duncan who can just, you know, if we were in charge around that time, we'd have sacked half this squad. We'd have said, you're out the door, get out. So the fact that you know, the final whistle, you, you, you do become emotional. No, it's just, and it is relief and it is just being so incredibly proud. Of them, we're right, we're right, we are right to be to be proud of them. Ollie asks, <laughs> "This is a question for me. I don't know. People have kind of spoke about my OCD in these type of, type of games. <laughs> Nothing. I don't think it's anything too severe. But I've had a couple of messages this week about going to Wigan. I even got offered a free ticket from Duncan. I think it was free anyway to go, and I turned that down. <laughs> Duncan could have been listening, going, it wasn't fucking free.'" <laughs> Um, and Ollie kind of says, so how will how does your OCD work for the grand final, Lottie? Will you even be going? Yes, I will definitely be going to the grand final. The only thing I have to do for the grand final is buy some Hugo Boss aftershave. It's a very specific aftershave that I've worn <laughs> for every grand final, but I don't have any. So I need to buy some of that this week. And You're then... going to wear the same outfit, though, aren't you? Same clothes. Yeah, I have to wear the same outfit again, which I've done for every grand final. Um. It starts in the build-up, and this OCD doesn't work in the Challenge Cup. I can kind of do what I want in the Challenge Cup. But for the Grand Finals, it started in like 2004 when I wore the same outfit in the, you know, right for the Grand Final, and I've done it every year since. So I need to wear the same polo shirt, trousers, and shoes again. Um, but I need the aftershave. The aftershave on it specifically works in the Grand Final. I just, it's just... It sounds fucking stupid, and it what is. What did you but... wear in 05? Did you not bother in 05? No, I did. I think In 05, I put it down to... I always listen... This is another... I'm really admitting... I'm really leaving myself open here, but I always listen to Stone Roses. This is the one, because in 2004... I think I've said this on the pod. They play that in two... at um, Trafford, don't they? In, in 2004, on the way to the game, it was the last song that I heard, and... I don't know why I thought that kind of became it. And then for every grand final. But in 2005, Josh, I didn't listen to... Nice, it must be that. Yeah. I didn't listen to it. So I think that's why they lost that fight. I'm so sorry, everybody. Did you I, carry that with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the burden. And that, hey, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> that, that, that's my burden to carry. But yeah, not boy to death for my OCD. But yeah, I am going to the grand final. Uh, Edward, nice name, asks, how stupid of John Bateman um, he's now going to miss the World Cup? I think he's looking, I tweeted earlier, I think he's looking at 12, if the, st again, it's, what's that word? Consistency. Because he's going to, what did Tetevano get for his clear headshot? Five. He be got a, five. Be a prior record. So it depends on what uh, Knowles' prior record is. Um, but oh, then Bateman, also he's got, George Bateman, sorry. Yeah. Um, but he's also got the uh, sexual assault, every man's dream of finger at the bum scenario as well. Yeah. And Corey Norman got eight games for that, yeah. So, 
How did that not get spotted? Everyone I saw didn't, that, I didn't yeah. notice it during the game, to be honest. Did you not? I saw it. Saw it. No. All screaming at telly. Mm-hmm. So he could... Who's this? Uh, Edward, he could be looking at 12, 13 games. If... Don't you think that's stupid that it goes into the World Cup, by the way? Because yeah, the RFL is. are actually affecting the <laughs> England at this point. Like, I've never known yeah. a ban... Not There's bans from the sport, but like... I've never known bands run into international as well. Well, the NRL, there's the uh, Penrith player, isn't there, who um, there was a guy who was taking a video on Nathan Cleary and uh, his teammate pulled the guy to the floor because Cleary didn't want him want to be videoed. And he's received a ban, but it starts next year after the playoff series because they don't want to affect the playoffs. Really it is a strange. bit weird, isn't it? Um, but yeah, well, I think with uh, yeah, Bateman will be getting a ban of uh, of some sort. How how long we'll have to wait and see. Uh, and I'm just going to keep speaking a couple more words now because Eddie's coming back in because <laughs> he's <laughs> done lots of crap. Um, we've answered the question. Next one. <laughs> oh, oh, good timing. Where am I? Yeah, Bateman. Um, is this the best looking side we've ever had? This is from Ewan. I think what Ewan means is the actual men's side, as in how they look in person. Is this the best looking Leeds team we've ever had? I'm going to say think? no because no one's got a full on mullet yet. Zane's is kind of in potential grip. Like, yeah. I need a yeah. proper one. We've got a mullet. I'm going to say mm. no. But oh, attached- mean, like a Ryan Pappenhausen mullet. Oh, exactly Ryan. that. Yes. Exactly that. Yes. The puppy. That's exactly what it like died. And, There's yeah. definitely something with this moustache game on at the moment, though, isn't it? Because there's quite a few of them that have got this moustache. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying. Um, and I find it funny that it's Teddy Vardo and Bentley and the two of them and now they're playing heroically. No coincidence. Shave, shave them off and they'll get a ban. Yeah, no. So they're not allowed to. Look, that my mate keeps going about this about Tevana. Says we'll get to grand final and he'll turn up on grand final day and he'll he'll have skinned his head and shaved his tash. Yeah, and we'll all say, "What the fuck have you done? What is it, Sam- <laughs> Samson? Samson? Is it? Samson? Yeah." <laughs> In terms of the best looking lead side, I don't know because previously we've had some really good looking players. Callum Watkins is still really good looking. Danny Maguire is still really good looking. Kevin Sinfield, even now, still really good looking. Who's the other one? Joel Moon, he was a really good looking bloke. Um, Brent Webb, I thought he was good looking. Yeah. Ali Lawatiti. So in, I don't think this is the best looking lead side, but then you kind of look at them up that old side because of what they won as well, but quite close, you mean. Darren asks, so proud of the whole Leeds organisation the women, the LDRL, the PDRL, the wheelchair side, and now the men's side, they are all doing the City Proud. We've been banging the drum for a while in this podcast and all that inclusivity between the older sides. And finally, the men's side have, have caught up with everybody. Yorkie asks, we must wear, another kit question, we must wear the Rob Burrow kit for the final time at the grand final. We've kind of just decided it has to be the... Blue and amber home shirt, which I kind of agree with. For the grand final, Saints will be in there. Minging yeah, just, it's just something about over. the Saints Leeds final. Saints are always in their red fee. Yeah. We're in some form of blue and amber because we've had some strange kits. We've had the really stripy blue and yellow one, haven't we? And we've had 
the Navy won in 2007, but in, we've, we've played in some form of blue and amber. Uh, obviously, that's Wigan, that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just think, I love the shirt, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love everything it means and stands for, but I, I just think it's blue and amber for me. Blue and amber, definitely. Macaulay um, asks, what would you rate the squad out of 10 for this season? And Macaulay has kind of given us his scores for each player. We are going to do this, aren't we, Reese? We're going to lie. Yeah, so we are going to do a, a season podcast. review. Um, so maybe what is a good idea, and I'm just thinking this out loud, is that before we record that, we send out a form to everyone to rate all the players out of 10. Precisely. So we can give our ratings and then we can obviously see what people say. So um, we'll take that question and we'll pop that into the end of season review after the, after the grand That'll final. be interesting because there's pre-rowing and post-rowing for me. It's yeah, going to be quite hard to answer that, isn't it? Because yeah. it, it, there's there's a couple of players that have been consistently incredible throughout. So you mix, like James you Bentley's, you know, the year, and everything. But then you, like you say, your Tevanos and your Bentleys could go from a a two out of ten in some instances. Not, I'm not saying Bentley, but Tevano might be to Bentley being invaluable and indispensable yeah. at the moment, <laughs> and Tevano. Being, Jared O'Connor? Yeah, Jared O'Connor bet he played two games or maybe three games before Rowan came in charge. He's been ever present ever since Rowan Kings. came in. So exactly like Josh said, you know, there's there's Agar and then between the year. But yeah, McCauley, we're gonna do a, a legit podcast on like player ratings, I think. So we'll kind of pin that to the board for now. Rob says, um, Wellsby and Knowles will both get away scot-free. And not get a ban for the grand final. And then Rob says, it drives me absolutely fucking mental. Kind of, do you both agree with Rob? Do you think yeah. either will get a ban for this? Does, does anyone expect him to get a ban for grand final? No, Knowles will get a ban. He has to get a ban. That is <laughs> grubby, nasty. What he did there, clearly, you can't, Wolf saying he's flabbergasted if he gets flabbergasted, a ban. yeah. Bollocks. He clearly does it with intent. And, you know, that is, it's just grubby. Um, Wellsby is going to annoy me for consistency because of the Martin incident. The race, Martin. Um, I and I know, I know exactly what they're going to say, and they're going to say the player's body height was low. Yeah. So what? I just, yeah, uh, yeah I, it does my head in as well. Whoever said that, I feel it like drives yeah. Rob absolutely fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. The it does my head in the frivolous thing. Yeah. Because we put a decent case together by all accounts. It sounds like we showed evidence of the same um, contact which didn't result in a penalty. You know, all this stuff, frivolous, an extra game ban. And we've had that several times this year. And we're not, yeah. we, you know, we're not stupid. Like Rowan said, yeah. we've seen legal counsel on each one of the appeals. It's not like we've just gone in and said, we don't want the ban. Overturn it. You know what I mean? It, it, You're all a bunch of dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> sort your life out. Frivolous of this. <laughs> it's diabolical. I hope George is listening to this podcast because there's a lot of swearing on this one, George. I have to apologise again. <laughs> um, yeah. The, I, I, I think the race, I think they're both going to get away, even Knowles. I think he's going to get away with it. He shouldn't. Get away. It's, it's clear intent. He absolutely shouldn't. Bottle it. I think he will. 
Mm. When is is it Monday? As yeah, we it's Monday. It Monday it's coming out. Yeah. Monday. Just it will it will not and Twitter again will blow up and because they'll get away it's with it. It's gonna blow up in any direction because there'll be yeah. people thinking how they're not got enough, how do they get away with it X, Y, and Z and fifty thousand times over? So we, there's not there's we've not got anyone um no. there's no risk to any of our plays, is there? Oh, no. thanks for drinks in it, but uh, <laughs> well, you never know, do you? I'm until it comes out and you click on it, you're like, please, please, please. And this uh-huh. is why it annoys me because the most important day now in rugby league is Monday, yeah, yeah. Again, something we've said on the Read podcast it about them since, many, aren't they? Which is just pathetic, many times pathetic. Last question from me is from Natalie see everybody at the grand final for one hell of a party. See you there, Natalie. Reese, have you got the Twitter mailbag? I do. Uh, I kind of want to start the party now, though. Um, So, there's a couple of comments. Uh, Jack uh, said, it's a cracking stash. So, I'm assuming he's talking about our Bentley. Uh, There, Daniel Gittos, Gittos, something. Daniel says, amazing. Uh, Rowan's the, Smith is the Rhino's version of Marcelo Bielsa. Agreed. Um, I agree and- with that. I heard you talk about that recently. The re- the way I think that the because I know Reese, you said it's a bit like Jesse. For me, what it is is he's taken a team which was under like a like that squad you wouldn't think were title contenders, and no. he's not signed anyone really. He's taken that team and improved them through coaching to suddenly be title contenders, and then on top of that. He's, re- he's reunited the fan base with the club. Mm. Like there was a rift between United and uh, its supporters. I won't say, well, everyone was fed up of Aga and that era, weren't they? Mm. And in that way, I think that um, it's very similar to Bielsa. Reunited the fans, he's brought attacking football, both brought attacking football. And without signing up, making a load of signings or what yeah. have you, suddenly, very quickly actually, turned a team of, well, no no hope, into title contenders. Hmm. The similarities are so, they just echo each other so perfectly. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of a completely different angle. I bet Rob Oates is thinking, I'm so glad we put the season ticket renewals out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Because, that well. that, <laughs> because obviously all the, the just the performances, it just goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Because it yeah. does mean that in Josh is right, that connection with the fans is back. People are excited to watch Rhinos again. They've released the season tickets, but they will sell more season tickets now <laughs> because of where we are now. So I bet they're going, yeah. Oh, that was a good timing. Yeah. Um Daniel also did agree that uh, Bentley does have the best Tash ever. You must have asked about this. Yeah, you did. Um Another Daniel, Daniel Whetstone, says you should get a screenshot of Morgan Smithy's seething in the background after Bentley's try. I did see that. Um, I need to have a look at that one and see what that I is. I did see that. That one magical one. I want uh, to clip up that um, Jackson Field laughing at the, uh, the, 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 the Wigan chant as well. That's brilliant. You know, we, need to, we need to slice this game up and get it online. Yeah. Um, Hinchy, uh, if we win it again, Hinchy. Hinchy. When? 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 This thing working? When? Uh, how long will it be till they change the format for the playoffs and how long will it be to the town of St. Helens resurfaces from the heavy downpour of tears um, that's a good point they'll probably change it for Saints' benefit um, yeah. not long after to be fair IMG 
we'll have a look at it, I'm assuming. They'll have a look at the whole structure. Um I just can't. The thing that's the thing that's irritated again. The thing that's irritated me about this Saints thing is I feel like that yes, they've won three in a row. And the narrative is oh possibly the greatest team ever in the Super League era. For me, they've done it in a period where we've been out of the game, we've not been challenging. There's been seasons when Wigan haven't been challenging. Warrington have not been challenging. They've done it in a period over the last three or four years where all the top clubs haven't been in the grand finals. You know, it's mm. kind of, and for me, an easier era. And also, even if they get the fourth, which they won't, but even if they did, we won, was it five out of six? We did seven, eight, nine, 11, 12. 11, 12, 15. That's four, five out of six, you know, 17. plus the rest. So I'm just not buying it at all. I don't think they are the best team in the Super League era. I think it's been an easier era for them to win their free peat. Uh, and, you know, and even if they, which they won, if they got the fourth, I still, I'm still not as impressed. They won't, they won't get the fourth, don't worry. No. Cameron, our regular, actually argues, no, he doesn't argue. He tells you why, he tells you which lead side is the best in our new fanzine. Yeah. He does so actually. buy it and read it. Sold it. Oh no, someone might be selling it on eBay. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um, Sam Scaife asks, uh, and we've had this question quite a few times the last couple of weeks, and or since Roman's come on board, is our almost passive approach to defending a stroke of genius mm. by Rowan Smith? Give the opposition easy meters so we don't mm. let them in behind us with the confidence that our goal line D is mm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Josh? The team I worry about with that is Saints. Saints. <laughs> it's, Remember it's last year, um, I felt like they were offside for every single play of the ball. Because they, they are. Fast. Well, yeah, they probably are. But just that fast. Um, I don't know. I think it'll either be genius. I think next week we'll see, won't we? Um, and I'm sure it will be, because in Rome we trust. I think okay. there's a time and place for it. I think in moments on... Saturday, we're going to have to go out and meet them because that first 20 minutes against Sol for today, they were making 60 70 meters on a drive. Yeah. It mm. was, yeah, it were. I mean, it was Sol for whether the storm were conceding two tries, but yeah, I think I don't know. It's They're certainly, been, it's certainly yeah. worked, it's certainly changed because we're in a position where we are because of it. The, yeah. This is like Risa said, we have discussed this loads on the pod since. Rowan came in and the one thing that we have discussed as well is how this kind of tactic would work against Saints more, more specifically against Alex Wormsley now Wormsley's not playing so we're not going to see that but we're still still going to be interesting if we do still play this in this type this type of tactic against Saints this is essentially what we've said on the pod since Rowan's come in we've kind of said it might work against these, but then we'd love to see it against Saints. Well, we're going to see it on the biggest stage, aren't we? So, whether we change and adapt, I don't know, but I'm quite fascinated to see it in action, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Um, Andy Walker says, uh, I feel absolutely amazing. Lottie, the atmosphere was brilliant last night, but I'm absolutely gutted. I can't make the final as I start a new job on Oh, Tuesday. my God. Uh, and they've got me working on Saturday. Um, 
There you go, Andy. Josh says quit. Um, I would say see shift swap or whatever you're doing, get, get someone to cover you or whatever. If you well, can. I'm a sicky. <laughs> yeah. Just don't put any posts on social media if you do pull a sicky. Yeah. Um, but he's also asking, where's Loina's view getting his tattoo? Is it if he win or if he got to? The it's if top? he wins, yeah. No, it's if, if he wins. wins, he got away with it, the little turd. He just managed to. When well, I was listening, it's going to happen. Well, it's still going to happen. When um, he, when when I listened back to it, he also says worry. it might be small. I think, which is a bit yeah, it'll, it'll be a small thing on my arm because kind of speaking to Laurie, I think we both thought that he said if we get to the grand final. I remembered it like that as well. Is that how you remembered it? So yeah. then listening back, I kind of listened back to my wife and we we're like, oh God, it's if we win, which we are mm. going to do anyway. But I thought, the only reason I'm a bit gutted about that is I thought we were going to have to get it now. Yeah. So yeah. I grabbed it and got the clip on like, right, we can film it and I can meet him so we can film it all. But yeah, but does anyone so we don't know, know where it's going to happen. Grand final yet? Oh, sorry. Who's refing the grand final? I hope not fucking Kendall. It'd probably be Kendall after two Because if it uh, is... It's the Saints 18th, man. Hmm. <laughs> we don't know where Laurie's going to get it. He'll probably get it on his ass somewhere, won't he? Somewhere it can't be seen, where no one will see it. Either we'll way, it, so. regardless of where it is, we will be. I will be wanting to live stream this at some, somehow. Or yeah, we'll definitely be, be filming it and kind of, you know, doing a little section on the podcast for it without shadow of a doubt. Um. <laughs> Okay, two of our last questions. Well, the first one is from Ian East Leeds. Um, Legend. What are your top five Leeds Rugby League slash Rhino songs? I think the best ever... Preferably in order, he does say. I think the best ever song chant was Jamie Peacock's. What, wrap around his head and tuck it in his sock? Mm. Yeah, that was going to be mine. I think that worked. My wife went to one Rhinos game... And in the old South Stand, when they used to sing, and she was just like, yeah, pissing herself. <laughs> so, and she just had it in her head for like, like any time. It's literally the only game, rugby league game, she's ever watched. She went to it. I like and the it, Jamie it, Jones one. The Jamie Jones one's brilliant. The yeah. Keith Senior one's brilliant on a similar. Yeah. I don't mind the Ryan Hall one. Just something nice and simple. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely Fish think... and Zach had the same for a bit, didn't they? Yeah, they had the same. That was catchy. Well, um, I don't think I've got a top five. I think they're all, they're all fairly good fun, aren't they? I used to like Barry's Marching gonna get on Together is clearly number one, though. Yeah, that's the best. Wait, Marching on Together is number one, but the one I think of more when I think of a Rhinos crowd is the We're Leeds Rhinos. Me too. Oh, that's yeah, what I think true. of. That feels that like a Rhino one. Is that our identity? That or even. I know. <laughs> Original. Yeah. Um, and the last set of questions are from uh, Bry at six again. Um, his first question is done free because he's taken after Laurie. His first question is What is your grand final day pre game routine? So mine's changed a lot because mm. one, 2017, I was in Amsterdam. 2015, I was in New Zealand. So last grand final I went to in 2012 and my dad used to drive all the, and all the previous ones used to drive mm. there and back. So my dad didn't drink a lot and I was I was 
the previous ones I didn't drink a lot either. This one is going to be a completely new routine for me because we're getting the bus, which mm. sets off from Headingley at 12. Um, so I don't know. But it will involve beer, laughing, winning, beer, laughing. And winning. <laughs> and winning, yeah. <laughs> uh, you two, have you got a usual routine for your grand finals? Because, you know, we've had plenty of practice at routine for this. Well, usually I'm absolutely steaming my time. <laughs> Because I've got, I've usually been, we used to sort of get the train at like 12 from Leeds and then go around Manchester and then go to ground about five o'clock, half past four, kind of stumble in and kind of sail around. I went, so this will be my first, this has been my first ever final sober, stone cold sober. So I'm driving to this one, so it's a completely different experience to me. I'm filling the car and taking my mates over in that. Um, so in terms of routine, not nothing really, nothing. Just wearing the same clothes again and aftershave. That's just just that slightly weird. Clearly, <laughs> OCD. Vital. But Josh, have you got a routine? Well, no, I don't. But what I think is so good about the grand finals is it it timestamps where you were in your life. Yeah. So, like, I, I think back to each grand final, it almost, like, documents my... Because I've been in so many, it documents mm. my... my Almost my... I don't know, my you know, my life, like, my... The period of time, like, I think of 04 and the things I think... I can't actually remember much of the game from in the stands. I remember more mm. from watching it back. But I remember going with my granddad, my dad... Um, I remember coming on the way back, they didn't send enough trains back up to Leeds, which was annoying. Um, you know, I remember uh, what uh, t- uh, going in the, for the Warrington one. I remember going, bumping mm. into my brother-in-law there, who I didn't know was going. I remember uh, 15 being there. It was the first time I took my little brother to a grand final. I remember all these things. And quite a lot of it revolves around family. I suppose for me, but it kind of documents where you were in your life at which time. 2012, I just um, I didn't manage to go because I just got out of hospital that morning. But all week it was touch and go whether I'd been in for three weeks, and mm. uh, my brother-in-law had got uh, maybe it was 12 or 11. I can't remember, one of them two years. There's so many. Uh, there's so <laughs> many, and I'd had Brett Delaney. My brother-in-law had got Brett Delaney, Wella Haraki. Uh, barely to message me on Twitter saying, Good luck, hope you can be out for the final. Oh, wow. And I'll never forget, you know, I'll never forget those messages. And, and I got out just into, I got out the Saturday morning, and me and my dad went to the, and my granddad went to Working Men's Club round corner from us and watched it. And I think I don't have a ritual like a pre game ritual, but mm-hmm. what's nice about the grand final is it kind of documents every. I don't know. You look. You'll always remember where you were in that moment, or mm. what you did before, or what you did after. It's a nice. It's a real time stamp on your life. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. And I this one will have a new. Um, this one will have a new memory, which you'll never forget. Mm. Oh, I love that, Josh. I enjoyed that. <laughs> You're right, though. You're completely right. Like some of the best memories I have with my dad are at the grand finals and going to watch them. So you're completely right. Um, six again's next question, which we've kind of already discussed already, which is what time and where is the lot 17 a meetup at Old Trafford? We don't know, Bry. We don't know. It's yet. because Bry is, is a fan. 
Oh, he's a Say Hans fan, but he'd rather be in our company because he's. Yeah. Uh, what did someone describe him on his Twitter? Was it like a normal Saint Helens? A sensible fan Saints fan. Sensible Saints fan. Saints I've fan. Never yeah. heard that phrase ever. I think it's because um, he lived in Yorkshire yeah, for oh, how long? Eight, nine years, ten years. Yeah, something like that. And his last question is even more difficult than when the first time he asked this. Who gets coach of the year within the Rhinos? Jeez. So is it Rowan Smith? Is it Lois Forsell? Is it James Simpson? Or is it um, to call Dan, Dan Roberts? Dan Roberts. <laughs> Christ. It just feels so unfair separating them. But one, I, by the way, I cannot wait for the uh, homecoming parade or whatever when they're out. Wow, yeah, think of that. All the different teams and all their trophies and medals that they've won. I can't wait what for that, a by club. the way. Um, Fucking unbelievable, isn't it? I, I'll, I'll say I think it is Rowan. Just for the turnaround. We were we were, were we third off bottom. Yeah, we're down at local, aren't we? I think Rowan, Rowan's going to be my honourable mention and close second. But first place, I think I'm going to put Dan Roberts in the mm. PDRL side. Uh, mm. He's going to be probably slightly influenced by the fact we spoke to Simon on Tuesday. Simon Roberts. No, it helps. Uh, yeah. Roberts, Simon <laughs> Brown. But, um, but also, that was their first ever grand final victory. Uh, and there was some of the originals in there from 2018, of which Si was one of them. Um mm. So, and Warrington have been quite dominant in that as well, haven't they, in previous years? Mm. Uh, and then knocked them out in the semis, um, which Adam Hills talked about today on the Channel 4 coverage, which was quite good fun. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to say Dan Roberts for that reason. But Rowan's a close second, I think, for me. I think, I think if the women's side beat York tomorrow, I think it'd have to be Lois for me. Because mm. kind of like, like Joff mentioned earlier there about the standards of the league, the women's side now with York and Saints being like, the women's game at the moment is stronger than ever. So I think for Leeds to knock out Saints, then go back to back and beat in York, I think that's the most difficult two games of any Rhino side. That you know, has, Lois, um, has Lois taken them to a grand final before? Cuthbert was there, wasn't he? Was she coached last year, Lois? I yeah, think she was last year, wasn't I she? She was last year, year. yeah. Was, yeah. Last year at Headingley won it, lost to Saints. Yeah. Yeah, so she, she she won one before. She's not won one before, no. No, so that would no, be incredible, wouldn't it? Not as okay. I, think, I think going back to back, knocking Saints out, and then if we do beat York tomorrow, as we record this, I think that's a, the biggest achievement, just because of the standard of the game and how. Much it's improved recently. So I'd, I'd probably say Lois in that in that respect. How do you feel about it, Josh? Well, I think yeah. Rowan. Just because yeah. I, th- I think all of them absolutely meant feel so proud. Also, three different coaches. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's how good it is, isn't it? I think. How lucky are we? Yeah, I feel so proud of the club. It's oh, all come together, hasn't it? Like it was looking. It was not looking like this six months ago or whenever. Um. But I, I, I do think Rowan, yes, I do think the competition in the men's Super League is probably easier than yesteryear. But I think even so, in any era, to take third from bottom with whatever. How many games did he had? About 15, 16 games or something? 18. 18, 18 games. Including the playoffs. To mm. the grand final. I think that is a 
that is an unbelievable story. Without signing any players, but you know, Zach, whatever. But you know, just the same group of players that were so badly underperforming yeah. to get into a grand final with injuries to many star players as well and suspensions. Mm. We've had nothing go our way, really. Mm. Even in the game yesterday, I didn't feel like particularly a lot went our way. I just mm. think it's um, the way he's done it, the way he's conducted himself as well, I think is uh, for me. Three but different coaches, yeah. Yeah, I don't really like to choose because just any of them. Yeah. But yeah. Three different answers. And James certainly still deserves an out, a shout out as well for his work he's done with the wheelchair because they've won the Challenge Cup, League Leader Shield, and going mm-hmm. to the grand final. So if it, like I don't understand yeah. how he how he's not <laughs> been chosen as yeah. well. But that's just that's just the standard that he's being set across the club at the moment, which incredible. is incredible. If there had been a fourth guest on this, they probably would have said Yeah. James and the wheelchair. So. That's is the end of the questions, and that is the end of the mailbag, Eddie. That's the mailbag. Wow, these are these. This is where we've had to slice the mailbag up into its own separate podcast because it's just become this monster that snowballed into its own separate podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, the next and the final mailbag will be the grand final mailbag. That'll be the last mailbag of the season. We're not doing it for the World Cup. We're just doing like the World Cup. Review package magazine type show as a whole. So thanks for listening. We'll be back with Danny Maguire on Thursday live at half past seven as we record this. See you soon, everybody. Thanks a lot.